0: Welcome to Rich Conversations. We are joined today by choreographer Denver Schantz from Denver, Colorado. Denver from Denver. We discuss the journey of discovery through dance and how it enables humans to communicate without even saying a word. When you look at history of the human story, across all cultures, you'll find that dance is an important part of tradition. Denver describes being in the moment and flowing with the vibe of the music. Movement. Human movement. He competes and performs in a dance crew called The Homies, and he also teaches lessons. He's a very busy person, and uh, he shares his approach with us and how he goes about it. And also, I really wanted to know about stretching and the importance of it, uh, so we talk quite a bit about that. I'm trying to incorporate it more you know, into my, my own daily life uh great conversation we also discuss how technology affords new opportunities to train and connect with others with similar passions really fun episode really excited to share this you can follow denver on instagram at denver the last dino all right let's do some stretching let's get ready let's jump into it and begin All right, welcome to Rich Conversations. This is going to be a really fun conversation. I'm excited to have Denver Chance here joining us from Denver, Colorado. Hey yo, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> so this this will be interesting because it will be a little divergent from divergence from kind of podcast episodes we've had recently. You're a dance choreographer in yes. Denver. Yes. <laughs> oh, man. This is so cool. Why don't you introduce yourself real quick?
1: Yeah. Okay. So my name is Denver Shantz. Um, yes, I am f- from Denver as well. Um, I'm a local dancer, choreographer, teacher, um, and I just like to consider myself a creative of all kinds. Um, been in the Colorado like art dance scene for probably over 10 10- years years now okay. um super proud of kind of the work i put in and kind of what i've built with my team and kind of with my peers and all of that so yeah that's kind of a little bit about me well before we get into uh
0: some of that stuff and the, the creativity behind it uh i have been to denver i think uh i've been in denver three times in colorado four times okay um denver's a cool spot can you Share for listeners and viewers what
1: kind of the vibe of Denver is. Yeah, um, if I could say the vibe in one word, it'd be very chill, very relaxed. Um, I feel like Colorado is a very stress-free type of place. Um, People come to Colorado to go up to the mountains, to go skiing, to go snowboarding. Um, I will say that Colorado is definitely starting to get some more traffic, I guess I would say, yeah. um, just because we are starting to build ourselves up a little higher than what it was before, I guess. Uh, but, yeah, but yeah, I would say the overall vibe in Denver is chill, chill, r- relaxed. Um, and, and obviously, we'll get further into this, but I will say the vibe out here is v- very artsy. I, like I feel yeah. like there's a very big art scene out in Colorado. Yeah, it's a
0: it's an interesting place. What would you say makes it unique?
1: What makes Colorado unique? Prob uh, probably the variety of stuff there is to do out here. I feel like it's a very vague way to answer, but like I mean, you have downtown. Denver that's like kind of where all the clubs all the bars are you have like the mountains that's kind of where all the people go to kind of get away from the town so you kind of have the best of both worlds there so yeah
0: it's my, one of my close friends moved out there in 2015 and uh so he was like I need rich I need I need someone to drive the U-Haul with all my stuff so he had a car so he drove his car I drove the U-Haul from Chicago to Denver and we get there. This is like early April and uh, we left. It was like 31 degrees in Chicago and like snowy. We get to Denver and it's like 75 and sunny. And then <laughs> we get out of the U-Haul, the car, and he's like, yep, I think I made the right decision.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I will say one pro Thing about Colorado but it's also a con is the weather because um, because like I'm sure you came out in mid in mid-april you were probably starting to get just the beginning of the warm season um, yeah. I would say if you were to come here a couple months prior to that you probably would have got some cold snow it's actually snowing currently um, still in it's midway th- through March so,
0: yeah, my trip, It's no two days later when okay. I was with them.
1: <laughs> okay, see, look. <laughs> uh
0: yeah, yeah. It's uh I enjoy Denver. Of all the like I've been to New York and Denver, probably the most of any other US okay. cities. So it's it's uh I enjoy it. Nice. Um good. if someone had a few days then to visit Denver, what would you recommend them doing?
1: Yeah, I would definitely I would definitely say make sure you make it up to the mountains. Um, Try to go up like Breckenridge, Vail. Um, Those are definitely the bigger ski towns. Um, And it's just good to get up in the mountains and get get away from the town. Just get away from all the tall buildings and submerge yourself in just the trees and just the hills and mountains. Um, I would definitely say explore the mountains if you can. boulder colorado is also just a great town to just go and just kind of experience uh it's more of a college town but it definitely has that smaller town type of vibe to it um yeah. Bold, and then boulder also has a bunch of mountains like literally right up the street so yeah
0: yeah boulder's cool i went there a lot of my stuff that i do in colorado is like dinosaur and fossil related okay so, nice so uh yeah, Boulder. The they have a museum on their campus, Natural History Museum of Denver. Yeah, there's Dinosaur Ridge, like right, right, right by Red Rocks, actually. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, a lot of natural history, natural features, obviously.
1: Yes. Like yeah. Colorado. And um, again, then actually, since you brought that up, Red Rocks is a like great thing to see. It's a great thing to experience. Um, so I would say if a person were to make it up to Colorado, mountains, Red Rocks, maybe Boulder if uh, like you are trying to make a drive. (laughs) Do you, uh, so you've been at Red Rocks for a show, I imagine. Yep. Yep. A lot or or a few. I personally have only been to two. Um, so who is per far? who did you see? Yeah. The, uh, the people I saw at Red Rocks was, I saw Bryson Tiller. Um, okay, so, yep, Bryson Tiller is a hip hop and R and B artist. Um, and then I also saw Dreamville. So Dreamville, Dreamville is a collection is a collection of artists. Um, and and I actually saw them last October, I believe. So actually, pretty recent. What uh, um, what kind of music is Dreamville? Dreamville is straight like hip hop rap, um, straight, straight, just like hardcore stuff.
0: (laughs) Nice. I love the name Dreamville. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Uh, so what originally sparked your interest in dance and choreography?
1: Yeah. So when I was, I want to say kind of gets a little blurry, but I want to say seventh grade is when my mom just straight up asked me if I wanted to go take a dance class. And at that time I was a hundred percent basketball fan. Like I had dreams of going to college for ball. Like I had dreams of playing ball for the rest of my life. And so the first time she kind of approached me saying, do you want to go take this class? I was very much so like, no, no, I don't. I'm good. (laughs) And then she like kind of kept pushing me over the next couple of weeks. And then I was like, okay, fine know what I went and I took class and my mom always says that she saw the spark in my eyes the like first time I stepped into that class Mm -hmm. and the first time I like started to move she says that she saw this spark just kind of like happen so then after my first class I went back home and I told my mom I wanted to quit my basketball team (laughs) told my mom I wanted to drop just basketball and I just wanted to spend my time in like inside a studio just because that felt so good. So I've been at it since 2007, 2008. Um, And it wasn't something that I thought I would be into. Um, It's something that obviously I passed off at first, but coming back to it, uh, it definitely has impacted my life in ways that I can't even explain. Wow. Wow. What kind of dance class was it? The first one I took was just a hip hop class. Um, okay. So hip hop is definitely my like go to style. I guess It's kind. Of, it's kind of like where I feel at home. Uh, but out. But outside of just hip hop being a part of a st- studio, you like kind of have you're k- k- kind of required to take like all styles of dance, so that way you can just be a well rounded.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And like aware of things that have influenced the movements of this exactly. or that.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, exactly. Because especially with hip hop, like hip hop as a style draws so much, in, um, draws so much inspiration from all other styles as well. So, like little 14, 15 year old me was taking ballet and tap. And just a bunch of styles that I personally did not click with, but I'm very glad I took those classes because I definitely would not be where I am without that.
0: Describe I, this is what's so interesting to me, I think is like the movement of body has been a part of the human experience since you know as since we were humans like yep. You go on just everywhere, every culture, dance is involved and um, describe describe this connection between the movement of the body and the human experience.
1: yeah um, if I like if I were to just start kind of just. Sh- shaking my shoulders, shaking my shoulders or starting to like bob my head, there is a very high chance that you would eventually start to be like, okay, I'm kind of, yeah. okay, I'm like kind of getting okay. the vibe. Um, I feel like dance is something you don't need to explain to someone to get on the same page. It's just like, yeah. some, it's just something where the vibe is naturally there and it's just, peop- and it's just people catch the same wavelength. Yeah. Um, I feel like it's a lot of that. I, f- I feel like it's a lot of just people being, people being able to connect with each other without having to say, Hey, we're going to take this time and we're actually going to connect with each other. It's just something natural. Some something you don't have to force out of myself, force out of s- s- someone else. Just the, like, I love the word vibe. Cause I feel like, vibe is just a feeling and I feel like you can share that feeling with so many other people like even if they've never experienced that same feeling like that's something you can share with someone else without it being forceful.
0: Yeah I think so much in the world or society we think about communication as being what we're doing right now we're talking verbally to each other but Nonverbal communication is like, yeah. it's, it's a way to communicate with each other without having to say anything. And I think by communicating in ways without actually having to say anything, it's almost mm-hmm. like more impactful and it makes it more, uh, a deeper connection in a
1: way. Yeah. And yeah. And I feel like it's not only a, it's not only a connection you can share with another person, it's a connection you share with yourself. Um, I feel like you, I feel like this has been said before, but dance is one of the truest forms of expression because it's something you don't need to have an external force in order to do it. Like, uh, say for instance, painting, like paint, but painting, you would need paint in order to express whatever you're feeling onto this camera yeah. on, onto this canvas with dance you can literally think of a beat inside your head and then just kind of start to bounce and then just kind of and then just kind of start to groove with that it's something that is something that can be built within yourself and that's one thing that i love about it so much is that you don't need so many things in order to dance you just need your brain and your body and then wow. you can just piece you, you can just piece those two together and then just move and just ex, just express.
0: Yeah, it's like it's so simple. It's like the most simple simplest form of expression. Yeah, yeah. So how do you feel when you're like when you're moving and you're performing like how do you feel inside?
1: It's very I feel like it depends on the Depends on the occasion. I feel like if I'm, perf- if I'm performing with my team or something, the goal for us is to look as one. So okay. there's not as much freedom, I guess, like quote unquote freedom, just because you're focused on, I have this goal. The goal is for us to look as a team. So I have to take these things into consideration. So the feeling when I'm performing it's not always stressful, but like obviously you don't want to be on stage and be the one part of the group that's like not on the same page. Yeah. Um but when you're kind of just more freestyling, um just kind of freestyling to yourself or freestyling yeah. on stage, that is by far when you feel the most open because because you don't feel constricted like like you don't feel like oh, I have to be doing this, I have to be showing off for this person. It's just an, it's just an open, just an open canvas that you're using your body to just flow up and down the canvas and kind of cr- create this picture for people that are watching, or just even for yourself. Like I feel like you can be dancing to yourself and then w- walk away from that, saying like that felt good because it felt like I painted a picture because it felt like I created a world yeah. that I was in for that time. Wow, that's beautiful.
0: So then what's your creative process like when you're coming up with a new routine for
1: um, more so a team rather than individually? Yeah, Um, my creative process for coming up with a piece, like just coming up with a set of choreography is for sure just listening listening to whatever song i'm trying to choreograph to um that is one thing that's super big to me because there's a lot of beats there's a lot of sounds and songs that you probably don't listen to the first the first time you actually listen to it um i feel like my i feel like my creative process is to listen a bunch kind of create a pathway through the song saying okay for this section i just want to hit the boom boom crack and then after that i want to hit the words and then after that i want to <laughs> go back to the and then it's just kind of creating a pathway through all these music notes that's that's like kind of how i see it in my head i like i see a sea of just music notes and then i'm creating a current going through that or just flowing
0: kind of, the exactly. I, the word that comes up to me is flow.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, like I just want to flow my body through the song, and st- instead of thinking of moves first and then saying where can I place this move in the song, it's like I want to really, I want to really connect with the song first. I want to n- know exactly the beats I'm hitting, the words, so that way, when we go up on stage and we do perform this that is a consistent flow through the song and, and it doesn't look choppy and it doesn't look forced at all. It's just kind of natural, natural movement.
0: <laughs> so when you, okay. So what, like, what does your life look like as far as like performing are there like events and like break it down for me of like yeah. how like what does your schedule look like what you know do you have events in the future and then you're like okay i know we're going to be performing here so then i have to create something um and then i don't know if you work with specific people all the time or like you like uh, i'm not saying it directly but like what is the life of a chore choreographer look like?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's a very, that's a very good question. Um, I feel like it's definitely different per kind of individual, but for, for me specifically, I direct a team in Colorado called the homies. Um, okay. It's all, it's all one word, T H A. And then and. in, then it's h-o-m-i-e-s um and my life with them is finding these different events finding these different like competitions that we like to attend and then saying so for instance we're we're going out to las vegas in the end of may to compete um and that is something that we have planned probably since January. And then that's something we kind of take a look at our schedule and say, okay, we have a month to go through and choreograph all of these pieces. And then from there, we have two weeks to come back and make all the transitions between the pieces smooth. From there, we have a week to clean it and just make sure everything is set, make sure everything looks good on stage and then from there we kind of just go out perform come back and then we just look for whatever's next and then from there we either keep the same content that we have or we say we have enough time and so let's go ahead and scratch that entire thing and let's just move let's just move on to something else move on to something bigger and better but okay. that's just kind of the team that's kind of the team <clears throat> view of the whole thing me personally i uh teach uh, like i teach i teach a lot of classes as well i teach a lot of kids i teach um, i teach a lot of adults so that's something that does take up a couple like couple days uh, <clears throat> excuse me couple days just out of my week just going and teaching a couple classes for a couple of studios in colorado and then uh, and then obviously outside of that i have a normal kind of nine to five jobs that I work part time to kind of help support this dream. Okay. What is the part time gig? Um, so I work retail. Um, I nice. work at the Apple store at the Cherry Creek mall in Colorado. Oh, Cherry Creek. <laughs> yeah, Cherry Creek?
0: I've, yeah. I've been around Cherry Creek. Okay. So yeah. I so- know exactly where you're talking about. <laughs>
1: <laughs> nice. Yeah. It's a cool gig too. I'm sure you yeah, enjoy nice. doing that as well. Yeah, that is kind of where I find my spike in interest and in kind of on and kind of entrepreneurship is because working retail makes me want to not work retail. It makes like it like, definitely makes me want to work more for myself. So that's kind of where I have this drive of, okay, how can I use my time to learn everything I can and apply that to dancing? So then that way I can eventually leave this retail life and just have my dance life support my lifestyle. Uh, Just
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's very similar to me. I work in the service industry. So on the weekends I bartend. Okay. uh, Gotcha. And you learn concepts from when you're working to apply to what you're doing the rest of your week and the rest of 100%. you know your time. So, that's yeah. that's really cool. So, yeah. how, uh, going back to a question I had in my mind, you're talking about these competitions, and you got Vegas coming up, and then you know you got two weeks to kind of imagine it, then you start putting it together. Like, yep. how much time do you guys spend practicing on it before a competition?
1: Yeah, before before a competition, um, I would say that my team is one of the best at pushing things back and doing things at the very last second. (laughs) Um, That's not always a good trait to have, but I, but I feel like we've got that down to a T. Um, But ideally we would spend about a month to, well, no, about a month, about a month and a half to about two months, like preparing one, four to six minute piece of work. Okay. We say that again. Um, we'd probably spend, we'd probably spend about a month. We'd probably spend about a month and a half to about two months piece, just piecing together a complete four to six minute piece of dance, like piece of art that we, that we can take on stage. Wow. Huh. So you're, you're dancing all the time. Yes. Yeah. Um, my team practice. So my team practices two times per week and then i also teach between three to like seven classes a week as well so it's just a constant movement fiesta going on
0: <laughs> so what i'm curious about this is something i'm very curious about with dancers is like because it's something as i'm getting a little older i'm, I'm thinking more about and that's like body maintenance stretching i know i have to stretch more and uh you know like so what do you do what is um you specifically what what do Mm -hmm. you do to prepare your body to take on this like uh you know the stress the stress that is going to take on you know two times a week working with the team three to seven times a week teaching classes you're always Mm -hmm. moving how do you prepare your body to take this on
1: Yeah. Um, yeah, I definitely feel like I can be much better about my like eating schedule. That is uh, a hundred percent true. Um, but one thing that I'm currently doing is there's a lot of just cardio involved. I, um, I feel like cardio is the first one. So you kind of have to always make sure you're up on your stamina. Uh, cardio is a big thing. stretching, stretching, and then stretching. Um, that is <laughs> that is one thing that is probably the most important thing because I have personally pulled what seems to be every muscle in my body uh, just because of a lack of me stretching and just and just a lack of me just kind of preparing before I dance. Me personally, I get so caught up in again just the vibe of a song Mm -hmm. that I'm like, ah, stretching. No, I'm fine. Let's like, let's just go. Um, but then that definitely comes back to bite me in the back later on because I definitely need to stretch. Um, but yeah, I feel like the most important things you kind of need to maintain are your cardio stretching. I feel like strength is important, but strength comes with time as well. I, um, I feel like if you don't have the cardio, then there's no way you're going to make it through an entire four to six minute piece. Um, if like you don't have the strength, it probably won't look as strong as it could, but you could definitely still make it by. And then, okay. um, and then obviously being, obviously being able to hit all of the moves, hit all of the clean pictures and lines that all comes with stretching, making sure you're getting from point A to point B on time. Um, yeah stretching is the most important thing, I think. And that's one thing. And I feel like I'm speaking more to myself, Um, (laughs) like stretching, 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 do it. (laughs) So, okay. So when you
0: say stretching, what does your stretching routine look like? Or what, like, how does, how does it work for you? Yeah, it's,
1: yeah, it's a lot of, uh, it's a lot of kinetic stretching. It's a lot of movement it's a lot of not staying in one place and just kind of stretching from there it's right yeah it's <laughs> like it's not like just this it's like a, it's just like a lot of jumping jacks it's a lot of kind of just like getting yourself hyped like getting that blood pressure up a little bit okay um and stretching you need to be very you uh sorry you need to be very committed because str- stretching, stretching is not fun. Like I'm, like I'm just gonna be the first to say it.
0: <laughs> I think everybody would say that. <laughs>
1: okay, okay, yeah. See, I feel like stretching is not fun, but you definitely need to commit to it. Um, that's how all of these dancers can do the splits in like 18 separate ways. Is Because they sit down and they come and they commit to stretching their quad, they or that's not your quads. They like commit to just stretching your legs, and it's a full on, it's a full on commitment. Like every time I'm teaching my classes and we're just stretching during the very beginning of class, like I'm Mm. always dripping sweat because Mm. stretching, if you're doing it right, is not easy. Mm. Um, Yeah, no, I feel like just. Kinetic stretching, making sure you're constantly moving so that way your body isn't getting too tight. Super, yeah. super important.
0: So is that uh, – so yoga, is that similar to stretching or is that that's a totally different kind of stretching? Or
1: Yeah, I personally have never taken a yoga class. So I don't okay. want to go in too, de- or too deep and say that that's the, not the same stretching. That is the same stretching. I can see how – stretches they do in a yoga class are definitely close to, if not the same type of stretches that we do in like dance classes.
0: It's probably more static stretching.
1: That's yeah. um, Like that's, yeah, that's kind of what was going through my head is it's a lot of in one space, you're kind of staying on your mat and that's kind of your box that you have to stretch in. Whereas with, dance we're like just going back and forth across the floor we're doing like a step 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 step, clap step 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 clap reach bring it back and okay so it's just a lot more movement
0: i did take a real quick i did take a yoga class once this was probably like 2015 16 so i was dating this girl and i we weren't really a good match but she was into yoga so I thought well, – I was a member at the YMCA, the local YMCA, and they have these, okay. like, free classes. So in the afternoon, I would go to these yoga classes just so I would have something to talk about with her. And, uh, so it's me and a bunch of, like, middle-aged women. Yep. And we're doing yoga, and I'm, like, after 10 minutes just, like, sweating, and I just keep staring at the clock, like, when is this over? <laughs> it was so hard. And all hmm. these other women around me are just, like, crushing it, and I'm just – I'm sweat, I'm, (laughs) I hated it, but, uh, but I will say like, yeah, it was probably more flexible. It didn't work out with the girl, but, uh, yeah, that was my, my (laughs) dipping my toes into yoga.
1: Okay. Yeah. I, like I said, I for sure have not taken a yoga class before, but I definitely have a lot of peers that have, and like, everybody has told me that class is no joke. Yeah. (laughs) So I'm so I mean props t- to yourself for push for pushing through that class. <laughs> yeah, those are
0: hard. Those are hard classes. Um, how much time do you guys spend stretching in your classes?
1: Uh, it's probably the first ten to fifteen min- minutes or so. Um just because okay. our classes are about like an hour long. Um okay. And then with me personally, it's always trying to get a stretch in, get a warm up in, then then start teaching just maybe some simple basics some like foundational things. And mm-hmm. then from there, just kind of going into a combo. And then, so it's tough to squeeze everything into one class, but, yeah. but yeah, like Stretching is something I prefer to take like a quarter of the class if we can to just kind of sit there and just feel good after that stretch.
0: So you've been dancing for quite a long time. Do you have an experience that that stands out to you and maybe is is your favorite of all?
1: Yeah, Uh, my favorite dance experience would probably be when. My team and when my team and I went to Cancun to to compete at um, we competed at this competition called Dancers Paradise, okay. um, and that was May of 2019. Um, that was a week long trip where like all these teams from all across the world fly to this one res. Zort in Cancun. And then we all compete the second day. So, so I'm like, you get there, you check in, you chill, you sleep, you wake up the following day, boom. Com- then you compete right there. And then after that, it's just a week long of just dancing and just vibing with all these people from all across the world, like in Cancun on the beach it is by far the best experience that i that i've had wow that see that's the
0: best schedule just get it like when i think about the olympics i always feel bad for the people that have to compete like Later the, on, the later, like <laughs> the later part of the second week. Oh, uh, God. I just want to go get it done and just enjoy the experience. That sounds incredible. There you go.
1: Yeah, yeah, oh, that uh, was by far one of the most I one of the most eye opening things I've been to. Just because it's cool to see the culture of dance is so different but so the same just like across the entire world like people in people in like us people in australia don't move the same way as people in america but they can and it's and it's like people like people people in america don't dance the same as people people elsewhere but if they train then they can so it's cool' it's like um, it's like almost seeing everybody's in individual languages, and then yeah. when we then when we all come together it's like everybody speaks the same.
0: Yeah. Is there a particular like uh part of the world or country who you're intrigued by their
1: dance style? <laughs> yes, it's definitely Europe. Um, I feel like that entire continent is insane and like they are all like and i well like i say insane and like yeah like the in like the best the best way possible um but they are just so fluid like i feel like that's one thing i see from a lot of europeans is they're fluid they're smooth they look like they don't have bones in their body and it looks like they just flow across the floor like and anytime i watch someone it's just it's just wow. it's just just again insane to see so huh
0: so you specialize mainly in like hip-hop routines right yes is there a song that's like the most overused song in hip-hop routines
1: um <laughs> uh, the most overused song. I can think of a couple. Okay. Uh, I think that back in the like 2010s, back back, back like t- twenty ten between twenty or between twenty ten and twenty nineteen, probably like turned down for what? That song by load by uh load. John. Yeah. Um currently it's uh currently it's that song by Lil Nas X, uh I can't. The cowboy the one or the uh that one too, but no, it's uh it's like his most current one. Um, okay. I just I just cannot think of the name of it for whatever for whatever for a reason right now. Um but yeah, yeah I definitely feel like Turned down for what pretty much all songs by Lil Nas X. (laughs) Um, And those are the two that are coming to mind because I feel like, I feel like hip hop, especially right now in today's time, nobody really knows what like hip hop is. Like there's like hip hop and then there's pop and then there's, and then there's like R&B and it's like, do all these fit under the same umbrella? Yes, sometimes, but other times, no. So I feel like that's one thing that I appreciate about about, uh, just hip hop as a whole is that there's so many other paths you can go down. It's like not just there's one specific style of hip hop and that's that. It's like there's so many other branches to it. Yeah, it seems like hip hop in the 21st century
0: is becoming what rock was in the 20th century.
1: Yes, Yes. uh, Yeah, I definitely feel like that's probably one of the best comparisons I've heard. So what kind of branch of hip hop do you enjoy the most? Me personally, I enjoy dancing to slower like R&B type stuff. Um, I feel like my favorite artist ever since I was a kid is Usher. (laughs) Um, Yes, yes, I love Usher. Yes, Uh, quick uh, like fun story the first cd that i ever bought with my own money was was usher's uh which album was it? i think it was 8701 yeah that's Uh a good one yep and i feel like i feel like just ever since then like i've just always been in love with just body rolls body rolls are the best just like getting, like, a good roll, just going, like, down your body. Like, I feel like that's the best thing to do to any slow – to any slow song out there.
0: (laughs) I always enjoyed – what I loved about Usher's style was, like, his – I I don't know the terminology of these things, but he would just, like, float and just, like, glide around. And it looked like he wasn't even, like, taking steps. And it was just like – so I would – at night watch like uh uh usher live from atlanta truth tour (laughs) it's like mini portable dvd almost like every night in high school i was just like watch this and i would i try to copy the moves and everything and uh it's just yeah he's just like kind of you know just shifts around and uh so cool
1: yes Yeah, yeah yeah um and well and just to clarify you definitely hit that term correctly uh the the like term for when he's gliding across stage is actually a glide so like that so like that little cool like foot thing he does when he's just floating around stage like that's that's definitely one thing that inspired me since uh like i was a kid is like i was in the same boat like this guy is the smoothest thing i've ever seen how yeah
0: (laughs) who who today in uh Uh, like pop culture is, would be like the Usher type or their dance or, you know, the smooth kind of guy.
1: Yeah. um, Or is that style out? Honestly, I was about to say, I feel like the style of Usher is hard to replicate. It's like hard to Mm -hmm. find. Um, I feel like there's not a lot of artists who dance, um, I feel like, Usher, I feel like Usher was one of those okay. f- few like artists. Um, yeah, no, it's tough. I definitely don't feel like any artist today is as smooth at performing and smooth mm-hmm. as smooth mm-hmm. as dancing as, um, like as uh, 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 Usher was Yeah, like, that's just a hard thing to compare to. Yeah, it's it's interesting. I haven't been
0: paying as much attention to like uh, pop music lately. But is that because even even like kind of
1: the boy bands don't really dance, do they? Not really. I feel like right now it's more like K-pop. I feel yeah. Like does K-pop popular. dance a lot? Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. K-pop is honestly a great thing for the dance world because they are, they're not on stage doing just like simple tour type of choreography. Like they're on stage doing full, doing like full out like choreographers pieces. And it's not like, Oh really? Like we're just on stage and we're just going to step touch for this entire song. It's like, yeah. you know, it's like no, they're going to have a part where they put their headset down and then they go back and they're like, and it's just it's wow. crazy
0: huh. uh, well shifting gears a little bit who would you say like three artists in your heavy rotation is right now musically
1: um, f- my favorite artist by far is Drake I feel like okay. Drake is my favorite artist currently just because I'm just a huge fan <laughs> like I'm just a huge really? fan like so I, what what about Drake in particular it's his it's the skill that he has to make any song have its own vibe like a, like again just going back to that word um, like this vibe from one song and the vibe from another song just being just I guess like being I guess just being able to just make a vibe just out of like nothing like he can start a song with him just talking. And then as soon as that beat drops in, it's like, that's when the vibe just goes crazy. And I feel like he has the skill or he has the ability with like all the people that, that, uh, that he works with to create that with any song that he makes. Um, Do you know much about the creative process behind Drake? Not him specifically. Um, I don't know much of his creative process because I feel like he keeps himself very kind of under wraps. But
0: does he have – what I'm curious about him is does he have – is it like a full team and they all individually are great at specific things and he just happens to be kind of like the face of the team. And, and it's not like a knock or anything. It's like, they're almost like this machine that has so much longevity because everybody
1: does what they do really well. And it's like, yes, yeah. Yeah. I, um, yeah, I, yeah, I for sure think that Drake is much, like as much as I'm a fan of him, there is n- no way he's that big, just like by just like by himself. But um, he what he does really well is project the persona that he does
0: exactly, which is incredibly inspiring to everybody, right?
1: Right, right, right. Yeah, no, exactly. Like a lot of people don't know kind of the back, the, kind of like the backstage scenes be like behind all of this. Uh, people, really think drake and i feel like drake gets a lot of hate because people are like he doesn't write his own songs he doesn't do this he doesn't do this but drake as a whole machine kind of like you said uh, is a very powerful is a very powerful force because they are people who can write words that just match that just mats together well and then like they have a person who creates the beats and a person who just stands by and is like wait no you should go back and add this beat in there and it's just a whole team thing and i personally feel like drake just can't go wrong like i feel like drake just always has something up his sleeve (laughs) like musically or like yes yeah yeah yeah. like musically i feel like I don't know. I like. I honestly feel like I'm just starting to fan girl now. I'm just like, oh my god, Drake. Yes, uh, but I just feel like you can't just not like a Drake song. People do. I get it. I get it. But like me personally, like I think they every... project
0: too much of their opinions about Drake into the music.
1: I get that. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. I, yeah I feel like there's a lot of po- the ticks like with like within the music industry that the like people always try to talk down about someone people just like yeah people are always trying to discredit someone for doing something Mm -hmm. when it's like if you sit back and you you see that drake is not just drake it's like drake and his team then it's like you kind of start to appreciate the group just the like whole artistry that Drake is. Yeah.
0: I, uh, so back in 2019, so I'm a big basketball fan and the Milwaukee bucks are my favorite team.
1: Oh, and okay. uh,
0: in the, in the 2019 Easter conference finals, I, I found it so annoying when Drake would be on the court <sighs> and ESPN and like TNT would show him all the time. And he was just being all so obnoxious that for a year, I just said, I'm, I'm not listening to Drake music. anymore. <laughs> so I, within my own control stopped listening to Drake for over a year. And then there was a certain point where I'm like, you know, cause then the Raptors won the finals yep. and uh, you know, my bucks lost and I was obviously very distraught. <laughs> um, but I think, I don't know specifically when it was, but then, you know, I just kind of relaxed a little bit and I, you know, go back into the discography of Drake. And I'm like, man, these are, I, I can't, right. I can't not listen to these songs.
1: <laughs> right. Right. So no. I,
0: I, removed my band.
1: So now <laughs> I, I, your I listen right. to
0: Drake again.
1: Nice. Good. 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 Um, yeah. I, yeah. I, yeah. I feel like quick, uh, quick, like story about my kind of like up and downs. I've been going through these last couple months is I feel like to me personally dance became such a job that it became to a point where I wasn't really enjoying it like as much, like it just felt like I had to like go back home and think about work. I had to like go to work to teach and I had to like work there and it, and it just got very, it just got very exhausting. Um, And then when Drake released his recent album, last november i think it was i had told my girlfriend like hey babe i'm gonna be in my room i'm gonna like set up all these cool like mood lighting and stuff and like i'm literally just gonna sit and just and just like listen to this entire album and that's exactly what i did and listening to his album made me want to dance again like it like made me want to just move and that's something that i hadn't felt in a long time i felt like prior to that like i was picking songs just um like i was just picking songs trying to figure out okay so like this is for work Uh, and again going back to it trying to force a vibe trying to like force a vibe out into a song And then when Drake came on and I just had the mood lighting and I was sitting there just like grooving and it just felt so good. And I don't think I can name another, uh, like I don't think I can name another artist that can make me feel that same way. Because again, it's not the same vibe with each song. It's like I can be bouncing up and down to one song and then, and then the following song can be a slow song and I can just sit there and just roll the whole time. So Drake has been a big influence on my dancing career but just also but just also on me as a person. I like I feel like people always have those artists that they can say I feel like they wrote this song for me. I feel like like I feel like the stuff they're saying is stuff I'm going through right now yeah. and I've literally felt that way since I heard my first mm-hmm. Drake song. <laughs> wow
0: that's cool thanks for sharing that
1: yeah what's something you're curious about recently um are you talking in are you talking like inside of dance or out or like outside or outside too yeah okay um randomly i don't know why i've been saying this to to like all of my close friends lately but i've been really interested in going to take a pottery class a pottery class yes i don't know why <laughs> it's, huh. it's uh it is literally the most random thing i've ever felt but i swear for the past like m- month or so i've been like telling all of my friends like guys i think we should go take a pottery class <laughs> like i like i think we should go try to make a cup or something make a bowl <laughs> I, I, I don't know what like i don't know what they do but why do you think that is Cause I feel like I got so burnt out of dancing that I just wanted to experience some, some other type of art. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's completely random. Like I don't think I've ever said before that I want to go take a pottery class, (laughs) but I can imagine. (laughs) <laughs> but I will say for the last month or so I've been like pottery sounds kind of fun. I don't know why, but it sounds fun. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. Uh, what are you, what's something you're excited for in the next two years? Something I'm excited for in the next two years. I feel like I'm on a good mental track. Okay. Um, and I feel like my, I feel like the next two years have a lot of growing in store. Um, I feel like again, going back to me feeling kind of like burnt, kind of like burnt, burnt out of dance. I feel like the next two years have a lot in store for me as far as finding that inspiration again to like get not back into it. Cause I haven't fully left, but just kind of push myself further in this craft. Um, and with, and with that uh, hopefully comes traveling more te- just teaching more um like i feel like i have a strong passion in just teaching so one of my goals since i became a choreographer was to travel the world and just teach and just kind of get to sh- share my art with those across the world because i feel like the best thing you can do is create a st- stencil and then give that stencil to someone else and just see how they shade that stencil in, or like see what colors yeah. or like see what colors they can use to bring your stencil, like your piece of art to life. But it's not your but it's not your way. Wow. Yeah, that's cool. So hopefully lots of traveling, lots of growing. Um, I'm currently 28. Um, so in two, so in two years, I'll like finally be hitting that 30 bridge. So I'm like hoping by then I have life a little more figured out. (laughs) There you go. Well, sounds like you're well on your way. Uh, I do have one
0: last question. I was curious about you work, uh, at the Apple store. Do you have any favorite Apple products that you use?
1: Oh, um, I have a lot of Apple products that I don't use just because, <laughs> I, just because I'm like, oh yeah, that's cool, and then I go and I buy it, and I'm like, that's okay, it's cool still, I guess. Yeah. Um, I feel like my most used ones are definitely my phone, uh, my phone, obviously. Um, what kind, what phone do you have? I uh, like I have a good old iPhone 11 Pro. So mm. we're so we're currently on the iPhone 13. Yeah like yeah like apple gives discounts but these phones are but these phones are still a little bit expensive so I'm just, yeah eh, yeah the phone works still it's fine <laughs> nice. um but yeah it's definitely my computer or sorry my phone and then um and then following my phone is my computer and for my computer i just have a macbook pro um what year 2019 i think i think it's a late 2019 Okay. Yeah, I, uh, and that's my tool for using this in class to like play Spotify, like using software to m- mix music and whatnot. I like create a lot of videos on my computer as well. Huh. Any other devices? Um, I have an iPad that literally sits on my, uh, like nightstand like i don't really ever touch that uh so that was a big waste of money but uh, (laughs) um um, i have an ipad computer phone i have like an i have like an apple tv which is great because that's what i used to stream that's what i used to stream all of my streaming stuff yeah uh couple like home pods and I just use those as speakers. Okay. Essentially. Yes. Yeah, so like, I just have a bunch of Apple stuff that like I didn't need to get, but I was like, Hey, it's cool. Let's get it.
0: Yeah. Do you, do you like follow the story then of Apple, like with
1: Steve jobs and how it started and all that? I'm going to say yes, <laughs> just cause yes, I do. But if if you were to ask me outside of this podcast, um, maybe not as well as I should, but sure. <laughs> it's funny.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah. I seem to use Apple products quite a bit. I mean, I'm recording this on a MacBook Pro from 20. I think it's like the 2012 or 2013 model. Really? Yeah.
1: It's time to upgrade, man.
0: it's it's getting to that point i'm hitting some level it's got like 100 gigabytes on it and i just like i I like keep having to like delete stuff to (laughs) it's a whole thing um right yeah i'm using an ipad i got iphone here i think i got another iphone right here Uh, okay
1: there you go
0: yeah it's interesting i I think what helps me as like a, a creator is the the ability to just like, just shoot stuff to all these different devices. That's been
1: really helpful. Yes. Yeah. And I feel like that definitely comes in, that definitely comes in handy when it comes to dance, just because we're doing a lot of film. We're doing just a lot of filming. We're doing a lot of recording and it's, and it's like always awkward when you're trying to send the video from class to people. And then that one person is like, samsung and you're like i have to send this through email i have to send this through facebook or something it's always like i
0: figure out google drive and and
1: (laughs) right right exactly huh
0: so do you use your like when you're dancing obviously you have to watch yourself to see like how you can get better and how did that look do you do you
1: use uh recording quite a bit and and... yes yeah. yeah um my phone is filled with videos of me just rec- just like recording my choreography in my room just like bef- just before I go teach a class like I was like to record it just just in case I'm in class and I'm like I completely forgot what's next. Yeah. I can just go back and just kind of watch that. Um I feel like recording yourself is very big in today's world because uh, because obviously social media and all that plays a big part in dancers getting booked Mm -hmm. um so my instagram is kind of like my dance portfolio like if like yeah if you will um because that's kind of where i post all of my work that's kind of where i go back to see how well i was doing in 2020 compared to 2022
0: and wow yeah so it's always uh, would you say now it as a choreographer and a dancer in 2022 compared to, especially when you were starting off, like, would you say that this jump in technology has enabled you to easier and easier uh, work on your craft and and develop your sense of expression?
1: Yes. Yeah. I would. Because of the fact of things are so easy to find now is as far as like different trainings to go to different like Mm. just like performances to go to different competitions to go to um it's just much easier to find it's much it's much easier to find people that share that same passion as well um i feel like Mm. you're only as good as the people that you surround yourself with so i feel like uh like instagram twitter gave people a platform to say hey like i'm like also interested in this if you want to work like if you want to work together cool let's do it um so i definitely feel like social media has enabled lots of growth and lots of just opportunity within the dance world yeah that's awesome yeah. Well, this
0: has been a great conversation. Thanks for coming on. I appreciate thank it.
1: Thank you, Rich. Yes, of course, man. And I literally I literally cannot thank you enough. Like I said, like th- this has been an honor. Thank you. I appreciate
0: it. Thanks for listening to Rich Conversations. Again, you can follow Denver on Instagram at DenverTheLastDino. Take some time today to do some stretching and move your body. It's one of the most fundamental and pivotal things that us humans can do.